We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you're here for episode number four. The topic today is how to ruin a friendship. <laughs> That'll be the worst friend ever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All righty. So we're going to start off with a couple uh, notes from our listeners and with some feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reviews. Let's do some reviews. Reviews. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So we heard from Rebecca F. And she said, yes, this is exactly what the world needs now. A podcast all about meaningful connection. I feel this is going to resonate with so many people. Thanks, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Rebecca. That's, That's so, so nice. nice. And she gave us a five-star review. All right. We got another one here from Chantel. She says, thank you. Loved it. Felt less alone. I was so surprised how less alone I felt just by listening. And I am accepting the three-question challenge. That is so cool. Thank you, Chantel. Yeah, Let us for the five stars. Yeah, I can't wait to hear how that yeah, goes. That's so awesome. Yeah, your reviews help the podcast be found. And we are so thankful for those because it's literally the easiest thing you could do is just to share it with your friends as we try to get this off the ground. It's Yeah, keep them coming. And, And like, it's also so great to hear uh, just feedback about what you're thinking, how you're liking it, all that stuff. It's it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Also, so we had a great share from at happiness is my jam. She shared a picture of her coffee cup. It was so cool. We're like, oh, that was so sweet. (laughs) I handled the social media for our Instagram and I had to forward it to Aaron and Amy and just like, look how sweet this is. So thanks for sharing the love. And we love seeing your pictures. Because it was a picture of her Starbucks cup, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, With a big thank you on it. Good good detail (laughs) to add there. Add the pieces in. Yeah. 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 Add those pieces in. So, yeah. So, so great. So, the listener challenge. The, the listen, not, not listener, the listening. Listening challenge. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did it go? So, it went really good. It was, um, so, it was last episode that I said that I, when I had done this in the past, I had gotten the feedback of like, oh my gosh, I've never shared this with anyone before. Or like, why am I telling you this? And then this week when I worked on it, I had a friend tell me, that okay we had coffee it sounds like i just am always having coffee i work at a coffee I, shop a lot of times so i think you are always having <laughs> this is coffee. why i'm all like hopped up like i drink a <laughs> lot of coffee apparently but so i met a friend for coffee and then the next day she said that she's like i felt so giddy after we hung out so i took that as like a good sign mm-hmm. oh that is good yeah mm-hmm. i was like that's nice like i don't know what i did i worked on listening really well and asking questions so i mean that was pretty good feedback. How'd it go for you yeah. two? I uh, noticed that when I ask questions and then you give space for a pause mm-hmm. and then just sit in that with whoever's talking, it is amazing what comes out of like how the person opens up and shares after that. Uh, um, but if there is no pause and like waiting for whatever to percolate inside, then you don't get that. And mm. so um, for me to take a breath, because I just want to keep on like firing things off. It has opened up, like then it unfolds the conversation uh, to a place where I did not anticipate it going. That's so, so cool. You know what I just pictured when you said unfolding? Mm-hmm. A blooming onion. Aren't those things amazing? A what? Blooming onion. 
from <laughs> Outback. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aren't those so that delicious? so random. <laughs> I was, like, unfolding like a blooming onion. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was waiting for this profound, like, oh, yeah, tell me what's unfolding. <laughs> the lotus flower. No, the blooming onion from Outback. <laughs> those things are so good. I haven't had any of that forever. Oh I don't God. think I've ever had one. But oh, I think, man. aren't they also, like, a fair? You can get them at a fair? Probably. Maybe. Next to the funnel like, cake? Yeah, exactly. Fried butter? Exactly. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it's a deep fried situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With, yeah. like, you dip in, oh, dipping in some, what, like, a Thousand Island Ranch situation? Oh, my word. Oh. So delicious. <laughs> we gotta go to Outback. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no. I don't eat meat. Come on now. <laughs> a blooming onion is an onion. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. All right, yeah. I'm gonna take us back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, here yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'll focus. tell you, yes, here we <laughs> go. I think my listening challenge, <laughs> I... Really, with my son this week, I focused on it the most and just really trying to, both my kids, but also just thank them for whatever they want to talk, you know, like, oh, "Oh, I'm so glad you would, you could tell me this, or of course you can tell me anything or, you know, and then just really listening and being patient and, you know, giving them the space they need. And I don't know, I think sometimes like, kids or you know younger people don't always get the same listening respect or i don't know what it is but just the same listening from adults that like you might give a friend so i think it is respect i think it is respect too yeah so Mm -hmm. i i really work i that's like my big focus right now it's just really trying to engage be engaged in listening Mm -hmm. i was somewhere i think out at a restaurant or a coffee shop and there was a woman with a really little kid mm-hmm. and she was so intently paying attention to this kid uh, and it was so beautiful to aww. watch because the kid was so excited to be talking yes to her and she was so in it and it yeah. was this uh like magical moment at this table yeah um oh that's yeah. so cool i think it's a big deal when kids because i don't think yeah. they get the same space no Not i don't i don't people either. are trying to rush them all the time right yeah. right and they often need a lot of rushing yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, because I think like their little brain, you know, it's like there's just a process, obviously, like processing right. so differently. And sometimes you want them to be up. Come on. Come on. It's like, but, let's get a move on. Yeah. Yeah. But right. man, sometimes those little tangents are. Yeah. Well, and if kids I don't, don't always rein in the tangents that my kids go on. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Amy does a great job for Anna yeah. and I. Yeah. So it's super that's helpful. Yeah. Well, my, and if kids don't feel like heard with the little things, then they won't feel safe to tell you the big things. Right. And right. so it's like making right. space and even just having eye contact with them. It's so huge. So, All right. So what else are we oh, doing yeah. here? So today's topic is how to be the worst friend ever. And oh, yeah. we heard some really great things on our social media about what you all said. So. Last week, we talked about how to be a good friend, and this week is all about how to be a bad friend. So Sarah Y on, actually, this one is on my my personal Facebook profile. She says, the qualities of a bad friend would be someone who never listens to me and only ever wants to talk when they need to vent. Someone who makes plans and consistently flakes on me. Someone who's always willing to offer me solutions based on their own experience, but never willing to just let me feel my feelings without being awkward about it. So good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Deanne G says, a bad friend is someone who blames everything wrong and blames you for everything wrong in their relationship. Yeah. 
So lots of things, lots of feedback. Ga- uh, Gabriel T. said same basic things that would make you a bad boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, I've known people that I swear were in emu- emotionally abusive relationships. One doesn't that doesn't respect the other's boundaries and the other had a hard time asserting herself when that person with that person and can't bring herself to leave the friendship. So, yeah. So various ideas about respect and yeah. showing up for people and mm-hmm. reciprocal mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be a bad friend? What does that look like? And so the first thing that we had on here was that one-sided friendships. And so what do one-sided friendships look like? Yeah, gosh, one-sided friendships. I would say always feeling like you're giving without receiving Mm -hmm. and then or just getting dumped on and not listened to also Mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. What about you too? I think too, like that. We had touched about the touched on this. I think last last episode, but the advice giving or mm-hmm. like unsolicited, like when mm-hmm. some when one friend is always the advice giver, yeah, mm-hmm. solicited or not, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that can oftentimes be so one sided that then it's it's hard to make that one work. And yeah. I th- I think also too when when people don't listen and they like are thinking about other things when you're talking. Yeah, so I think that is hard. And I had another one, but it's out of my head right now. Yeah. It'll come back. But a lot I agree with a lot of what the the people wrote in and said. Yeah. You know, like it's just that it's it's a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. Like there has to be some kind of equal give and take in in a relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and a respect. And if that's not there, it's going to be one sided. Mm-hmm. Hard yeah. to hard to keep a friendship like that. Right. Or any relationship. Oh, really. there was a really funny one that Sarah at Sarah M, oh no, I, f- I forget her last name. <laughs> At Sarah said, and she said the quality of a bad friend is someone who steals your babysitter. Oh, <laughs> I totally agree with that. I, I totally like, agree with yeah. that. I've had that happen. Yeah. Yes. yes. I remember you telling yes. me that you don't share your babysitter when. Yes. Like, I've yeah. been burned. Yeah. Yep. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, yep. that makes sense. It does make sense. It's yep. like, ugh. Those babysitters, hard to come by. Precious, right? precious resource. Mm. Yeah. So this, all this one-sided stuff has me thinking about uh, not only what it does it look like, uh-huh. but why do people tend to put up with uh, relationships that are one-sided? And so I don't, you know, as some therapist, so then is that tied to self-worth or they're just tired or is it trauma because that this is what they're used to? Mm. Um, and so oftentimes... People will repeat the same patterns that they had with the, whoever their caregivers were or their parents were when they were mm. growing up. And so when we look for friendships or even when we couple off into whoever our partners are, that if we had toxic things that happened when we were kids, uh, that we will repeat those same patterns because ultimately people are looking to for health in their systems. And so they'll find someone that, that they energetically and subconsciously can repair that wound with. Mm. And so then we'll go and be friends with them. But if the people are not healthy or haven't worked on their stuff, then those same attachment wounds and patterns happen. And then it's super painful to people. So is this why people like tend to go for like crappy men? Re- or when they're like, I date the same person repeatedly yeah, and over, it's and, like, over and over and over again. Why is this happening? Again. Like, yes. why do they choose terrible people? Yes. So okay. this, I don't know across the board, but yeah, generally, generally like people are like looking for to heal something. Similar to like if maybe this feels optopic, but like if someone had a sexual assault, like some people are like scared to death of 
being sexually intimate at all. Mm -hmm. And then some people go Vic very promiscuous. Mm -hmm. And that's because people want to fix that wound. Okay. And so they want to redo that trauma. So then in some ways they can do it. But because they're caught in this loop, then they can't do it because their system doesn't know how to course correct because it's uh, traumatized. So mm -hmm. how would... Is there a way to quickly tell us how someone could get out of that loop? I feel like since we, since this got brought up, we should kind of talk yeah. about. <laughs> Don't just lay that out there <laughs> and guess. Just, just kidding. It's got to be very, so subconscious. It is though. super subconscious. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Having yeah. the awareness of even like what you just said, it's like, right. oh my what? gosh, yeah. right. I think that it's a lot of it is doing your own work, and if you have patterns of people that you are generally friends with or romantic partners, and then you notice like, huh. I always have this thing and this thing and this mm -hmm. thing. Like, why does this, if it's ever coming out of your mouth that you're dating or friending the same types of people that mm -hmm. are hurtful mm -hmm. and harmful to you, then what is that pattern? Okay. And so it's worth looking at. So that's either you can do, I mean, there's plenty of self-help books about that. There's therapists that you can go to or there's all sorts of different resources that people can do, but it's, it's noticing that that pattern is happening mm -hmm. and then taking the steps to do something differently. But you have to investigate whatever the wound is or else you just keep on trying to heal it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Totally. It's not very like a, that's not a life hack. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not going to live a life hack with that. Really <laughs> How do I not marry my father? Yeah. <laughs> There's no life hack for that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here's a two-second quick <laughs> tip for you. <laughs> like, I got nothing no. for that. <laughs> well, I do have to say, so I actually started seeing Crystal at the Cali Institute and doing EMDR. Mm. And the Cali Institute is Aaron's business yep. with mm -hmm. Crystal. And I couldn't see Aaron because we're friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw Crystal. And right. I've been doing EMDR to try to, like, pull at the root ball of any trauma that mm. like manifests itself today. And so it's been so powerful doing the EMDR. And actually some members of our Facebook group, the Less Alone Group dot com have or less alone podcast group dot com. Let me correct myself. They've actually mentioned EMDR too. EMDR is amazing. Oh, it's I've so done it a couple amazing. times. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's a game changer. Like yes. yeah. It's so amazing. Because it gets to essentially like if you think if you're weeding the garden, right, and you have if you pick the tops of the leaves off, like you've you've cleared the space for a little bit. But because the roots are still in the ground, then the thing comes back. Mm. And so if you can get the roots out, then that particular weed won't grow back. Or if you have like a hurt, let's say that you had a huge splinter that went in your arm and it wasn't bleeding anymore. But every time you like touched it, it hurt because it was jostling the wound so if you took the splinter out which is also the root of things then the wound has an opportunity to heal mm. and so emdr helps you to do that with all sorts of things and where that is helpful is the same thing with patterning is like when the same thing keeps showing up like why in the present yeah. like why do i keep doing this why do i keep this thing keeps on coming up or this type of person drives me crazy then that's ta worth taking a deeper look. And it's yeah. amazing with the brain science about how that works oh, because so cool. uh, it just subtly like changes and then you're like, huh, I don't had, I had, I was working with someone along the line and they had a confrontation with someone and <laughs> they were like, worked on it and then they went back to that situation with that person. They were like, I tried to get pissed at them and I couldn't <laughs> because the, because it had like just desensitized the emotional reaction to them. And then they were like, huh. I still don't like to be around this person per se, but I'm not, I don't like want to scream at them, yeah. which is a big deal. It's so powerful. And like I've used EMDR, uh, we've done a lot with like 
the peak performance idea of like mm. not just using EMDR to heal past traumas, but to like get to the next level of Propelling like yourself forward. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It, I had some stuff with like doing a speaking gig in Budapest last year and it was like, okay, how do I get past this fear of public speaking? And yeah. so we used EMDR to kind of go to propel forward so it can be used in that way too i think the only reason why i'm on the doing able to do this podcast is because i had to do emdr on my public speaking because it's sure, <laughs> oh, like I, I am a yeah. I, I do that with people but then i also have done a ton of it myself and it yeah. has been super super helpful oh, but i had to use so the same powerful. thing yes That's and you so create great. yeah create new pathways in your brain right mm -hmm. like yeah mm -hmm. it's amazing okay which so is we a great i mean that sounds like exactly a resource someone could look into to fix the patterns oh, yes. or to address yes. them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately we can't control other people, right? But we can control like how we respond and react to situations. And mm -hmm. it's really great when we can get a little bit of space so that we can not react and we can respond. Because when we have space, then there's choice and then you can choose how you want to handle the situation. Mm -hmm. So we need that pause. Mm -hmm. Be able to talk about like the sacred pause. I love that because it's hard to do and and it is feel sacred when we can yeah mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. sure i talk a lot about the pause with uh the spending mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like put yeah. a pause between you and the purchase so that you're just building that space in yeah. so that you don't do the um automatic response and the automatic like habit yeah so man right. that pause the pause the pause is powerful mm -hmm. yeah it is um mm -hmm. and on with the just the to piggyback off amdr stuff is that there's this richard Rohr quote is that if we don't transform our suffering then we'll transmit it and i think this has everything to do with if we haven't healed whatever it is then we will throw that up on other people and i think this is has a big 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 relationship to why people are bad friends or can't show mm. up for other people because a lot of time it's because people I believe, are doing the best that they can. Yeah. And sometimes that best may not feel like it's uh, very good for us, right? But they're doing the best they can. And so, uh, but if they have a lot of shit, then that's what happens. Yeah. I think about that with parenting, that quote. Mm. And just like, you know, if you, if you don't deal with your own stuff, you're going to put it on. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just oh, like yeah, the cycles sure. of, you know, generational yep. cycles and things that happen over and over and you know, you got to deal with your own stuff if you're going to, if you're not, if you don't want to continue the patterns or put them on your kids. Yeah. Or, yep. to break that know, cycle. You're right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Cool. We have a note here. If you're a D-bag, there's a ripple effect. <laughs> <laughs> that was Aaron said that. I work really hard not to curse on this podcast. I'm trying hard. <laughs> so I was thinking you might you might miss that. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. Good we note, moved on Anna. to the next oh, one. Yes. My mouth yes. is terrible. I try. Yes. I have a hard time not cussing too, so I totally get it's it. It's hard. It's hard. I left the 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 D in the last time because I said we needed that for effect so we have yes. to put the explicit on the left. Well, and I ended up sharing that text. We might have to share that text on the uh, Oh, Instagram. I think you definitely have to share that what text. Okay, when you said it's hilarious. <laughs> you were sending me editing notes and you're like I think we need to leave the D in. The, it was so funny. D-I-C-K-N and I was like what? <laughs> and, and like it was kind of like there was a pause and I was I like I didn't even know I didn't even know and I'm like what is she making some joke out of this I'm like this is what I think we need to do this and then <laughs> and I'm like oh my god yes. I'm like we definitely need to yes. <laughs> 
It was a great. I ended that up was showing a, yeah. Amy later. Yeah, it was so funny. Yes. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> you're like the quote being a D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. definitely Instagram worthy. Uh, yeah, We're going to have to share that. Got, yeah, uh, it was super funny. Very focused. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's being, just listen. That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, oh, just know that you're being ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous. Yes, good. I will always find the, the D jokes. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so have you ever been a bad friend? Oh, Who yes. has not been a bad friend? Oh, okay. my gosh. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not the only one. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's definitely not. Far <laughs> from it. Yeah. Yes. Far Do we want it. to talk about any instances okay so i remember when i was uh <laughs> i'm all do we want to talk about any oh i have a story <laughs> oh i'm so glad you yeah, have thanks for sharing <laughs> this is great well thanks for asking yeah. i have a story to share okay so back when i was in my early 20s and i was a total d-bag uh-huh. <laughs> totally yes. unhealthy i have uh, my old college roommate shayla hey what's up shayla Little shout out. Um, we ended up, she asked me to be her maid of honor, and I was a bad friend because I did not go dress shopping with her when she wanted. I chose to do yoga instead. Oh, bad friend alert. I was being selfish. And like, so it's kind of like I think about the, you know, like the airplane situation when they're like, put your mask on first. It's like you can't be a healthy friend or a good friend if you <laughs> are too self-consumed. Maybe that's a bad example. That doesn't really make any sense actually right now. I'm thinking But you have to work on yourself, right? <laughs> that's a, yeah. Well, that's good boundaries, Anna. Yeah. If you needed to go to yoga. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. But yeah, it wasn't well received, I guess. Yeah, because you, I mean, it's also important to show up for the bride-to-be. And yeah, that's a absolutely. big deal yeah. to like get your dress. And if Super you're in the wedding deal. and that might be really important to her. So oh, yeah. and I sometimes like, it's important to put your yeah. needs yoga on the needs side. aside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, this was when I was doing hot yoga like five times a week. So oh. it was like, you know, right. I was being the D-bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, you know that, right? Like your gut yeah. knows whether or not yeah, you like, were like oh. happy with the friend that you were being. Yeah. I was not happy with the friend I was being. It feels so, bad whenever you it realize. It does feel bad. It feels bad when you do that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, Shayla. If I've never told you sorry before. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe maybe we'll hear from Shayla. Yeah. Right. Oh, I talk to her all the time. <laughs> oh, so, good. Yeah. Well, how about you two? Yeah. I just, I feel like in my past when I've been a real D-bag, I just kind of <laughs> ghost people. You know, it's oh. like, see ya. You know, or I don't know. And good thing we're friends now. I know. I've yeah. been ghosted before. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I think sometimes in my ideal <laughs> self, and maybe as I get older and probably healthier myself, I'm able to be a little bit more authentic and like, hey, you know, maybe this, you're cool, but, you know, I don't know. And in the past, it's just kind of been like, yeah, done. Yeah. So that's just like, not cool. Stop all communication. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> I've moved out of the country. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> or like, really, I have like moved, you know, to different states or different. And so then it's just kind of done mm-hmm. right i think for me when I, like during there was a particularly rough patch of time and i was like in my stuff and i would i would just like just perseverate and i couldn't get out of the what is perseverate like mean? to just like keep on talking about like the same thing that over and over, oh, over. like okay. i get in this loop and i 
the whole dumping thing, mm-hmm. like I would just dump and it was mm. not, it was not pretty and not mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. awesome for <laughs> for my friends that were dealing with me at the time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, we're talking about this right. again. Yes. <laughs> oh, great, great. <laughs> and so, but totally unaware of like that yeah. anybody else yeah. had like a, that they had a life. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was all about <laughs> you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It sure was. Yeah. I've been there before too. Yeah, it is not. It's uh, so embarrassing. Yeah, and then you come out of it and you're oh like, God, oh, that's not. I suck. I'm in debt to you forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's how that shows up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, do what that's you can. How, that's how it live goes. and learn. Make yeah. your amend if you need to, yeah. and yeah. see what happens, and move right on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Try not yeah. to be a d bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. True. True. <laughs> So right. true. Right. <laughs> so conflicts. Conflict. Like, ugh, are they all bad? Like, let's talk about this. I did not think that they're all bad. I think if people are throwing their stuff around, I think then they can be painful. But I think we need conflict. We just need it. And so I feel like rupture and repair is like something I do just parenting. And I only know that it's called rupture and repair because of you, Aaron. <laughs> right. I, I knew nothing You're about this concept. Yeah. Right. But now I know there's a term for it. And I feel like even with my kids, like, oh, you know, like I'll get sad lately or I'll get angry or, you know, I just have these like human emotions, yeah. you know, that are not at all at all about them. But it's like, I I don't I want them to know you know like hey yeah mom's having these feelings and like this has nothing to do with you guys yes. but like I want to acknowledge them and then I want them to know it's okay and then I want them to know like I love you this is nothing to do with you I'm just having a day and you know like it's okay which is yeah. great modeling oh yeah well thank you I think it's really important though because I feel like as a kid you know, if you see this, like these emotions, but then you're kind of told like, oh, no, 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 everything's fine. Everything's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy making. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, or if they're crying and it's like, oh, you're okay. You're okay. Right. It's like, wait, wait, wait. No, like, yeah, like maybe they're not okay. Right. You know, so it's like. And it's okay not to be okay. Yes. yes. And like yes. letting them know that you can have these hard emotions and I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. Like that is so powerful. Yeah. To yeah. be like, let's not shut this yeah. SHIT down. Right. Like, let's right. let's walk exactly. through it. I'm going to love you. We're going to do this. Yeah. It's fine. We're going to acknowledge it. We're yeah. going to yes. name it. We're going to like move it's fine. on. Yes. Yeah. But I guess maybe that's not really rupture and repair. Or is it? Well, I mean, it's it's something. So rupture and repair is when you have something in between two people. Yeah. Right. And so you rupture the relationship in some sort of way. So it can be small or it can be big. But this is a building block of trust. And so Mm. that when you can come back and repair the relationship. And so how we do that Mm -hmm. is that to create emotional space, like for whatever emotions are kind of there. So what you were talking about. Okay. And then focus on the impact. So what did this do? This is how this impacted me whenever this, whatever the thing went down, right? And then explicitly own all of the part of this. So mm. with your kid, it sounds like you that is what you're doing with your oh, kids. Okay, it doesn't yeah. have to be this like huge massive blow up, but I okay. think that rupture and repair, I think happens all the time. Okay. So when I was coaching uh, high school kids and if I came down on someone too hard or I, something happened, then I like check myself. So it's just like a checking of yourself. If the kid, if you see that someone else is, or you can feel that something is not okay with that person and then you 
Oh, we've done that. Yeah. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a big deal. And then yeah. that helps build like that builds a stronger sense of, of yeah. trust. That happened at coffee too. Yeah. 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 And so, and then when someone comes back and this happened, then sure, it doesn't take away what happened in the incident. Like I still have to work through whatever the thing is. But the fact that like you've noticed and you can witness that like, huh, this didn't sit very well. Yeah. Then that is a huge deal. But Mm -hmm. it's really hard for people to do this because this has to, you have to get like out of your own way to be able to be like, hey, I effed up Mm -hmm. and this is what happened. Um, This is uh, like, are you okay? Again. Yes. Well, and I feel like, the ego is usually leading yes. the show if it's like, I can't even admit that I was wrong right. because that would be so detrimental to me as a human being by saying I'm wrong. Yes. Like, yes. you have to have that certain level of healthiness to be yeah. able to say, you know what, I was wrong in this and, you know, I would like to find a way to make it right. Right. Yeah. But if you can't even entertain that idea, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Come to see me. Good That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Another two minute hack. Oh, life hacks all over the place. <laughs> when I have really trouble and hard time owning my own stuff, how do we have a life hack for that? You don't. That's what you do. <laughs> We're all about the life hacks today. Oh, yeah. God. Just some quick little right. uh, fixers. Oh, that so on that funny. though, I went, so we talked about, put this somewhere in for about direct communication because yeah. I have thought a lot about this and the yeah. three of us are very direct with each other. Yeah. I am generally very direct in my life and some people appreciate that and some people are taken aback by that. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I am curious about what your experience is and why it is or is not important to you two. Take it away, Anna. <laughs> oh, I'm going first? Okay. You are. So I, have we talked about this already? Mm-hmm. Not on here, right? Did we? Not in this episode. We did talk about Was it last um, direct episode? communication. Yeah, I think our oh. last episode. Well, I, that's how important I think it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right, I, think, well. I think, though, to talk about direct communication in context of being a bad friend or, right. mm. you know, be, having these, like, friendships that don't really work. I mean, it, it's it's super important. And very difficult. And very difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can, like, make or break relationships. I mean, and also, like, if you're in a relationship with someone who has a different level of direct communication or different style or whatever, it might be really challenging. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, Aaron, I know it's such a, it's like, do you, do you have anything you want to say? Anything that's, like... I think that I it's know, impossible about it. to do rupture and repair unless you can talk directly about mm-hmm. what's happening. And so... Yeah. It is difficult and it brings up all sorts of anxiety and nervousness with people. And in order to create trust in relationships, if something has, you have said something or you have unintentionally did something, it doesn't mean that you're intentionally trying to hurt the other person. And whether it was intentional or not, if it did hurt the other person, then there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement about that and then owning whatever it is that you did. Yeah. And so- that takes that is a level of direct communication that yes. I think is very uncomfortable for people. And if people can adopt that more, and like we said, oh yeah, we did talk about it because I use <laughs> don't be a dick, right? <laughs> uh, right. And so it's the same thing with this. It, yeah. right. It's where it has a lot to do with intention building. Yeah. Trust. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's real hard to. I mean, this is not an easy thing to do and be like, hey, I think this happened. But the power of it can be so great, massive. I mean, I think like just trust building is yeah. just like, oh my gosh, it can be, mm-hmm. it can just mm-hmm. really, really, really 
drive that connection to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me to do with you two, but how do you do it? Like for people, I feel like I'm trying to think about when this would be hard for me to do is like a new friendship or a new relationship where it's like we don't necessarily have that history of having the trust or knowing like this isn't going to sever the relationship or, you know, damage it. Like, how do you... You take the risk. You take the risk. And yeah. I think that the... if it's Because I think if it's worth it, if, if the friendship's go- going to last or if there is a deeper connection that you're looking for, you have to try to hmm. put I, I yourself out there and be vulnerable. But, yeah, okay. but even if, it, if, it ha- if you don't think they're going to be... For me, if I, even if they're not going to be friends and it's the checker at the store or I like cut someone not mm. in my car because that's a whole different story but <laughs> but if i did something in to a stranger and then i was like oh sorry right like that i think that goes oh, along okay. it's even like things like just mm. having your stuff yeah, having awareness yeah. around yeah. your stuff okay yeah. so don't and, be and a I might, d yeah don't be a d <laughs> and i might be like oh man i did this thing to i can't believe oh, i okay. said this or whatever and if it's bothering me it may have nothing to do the other person would be like uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? But if it's got a hook in you, yes, if you can't start thinking that. about it, yeah. that's a good... And then say okay. like, that's hey, a good when I said yeah. this, or send them a text or whatever the thing is, and or next time you see them, when I said this or this came up, like it didn't I don't know right. how this set with you, and so it didn't feel very good for me to say that. Uh, so then well, I was good. just wanting to check in to see if you're okay. Yeah. Erin, I- are you a therapist? <laughs> 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 I think you might be really good at that. I was like, oh my God. really good role play. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, you're like really good at that. Oh, I can't get out of the brain. I can't get out it's of it. It's good. Yeah. It's so yeah. helpful. Yeah. Like, really oh my good. gosh. It's just great. Yeah. Great perspective. Thank and, you. Yeah. Something else I was just thinking as you were explaining that so well and doing that wonderful example is that in friendships or relationships in general, like if they're meant to be, you literally can't do anything wrong. Keep going. So <laughs> like I believe in like things being meant to be right. And like forces kind of outside of us or like a, a greater energy force kind of guiding us. And I kind of feel like if there are people that are supposed to be in your life or relationships you're supposed to have, like you literally can't do anything wrong. Like in, I mean, in a, you can't push people away that confronting them about something that you messed up about, like that's not going to be so Especially if it's like you owning it. Like I messed up here. Yeah. It's like if that's someone that you're supposed to be friends with or have in your life, it's like you can't do anything so bad that it would like. Sever ties. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or someone reject you. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Because I feel like. And I think that with that said, like you, there is still like the care of a relationship. Oh, yeah. And that's not to say that you have to just like set it and forget it or like, yeah, "Yeah, this is meant to be. It's, you know, we're going to be friends no matter what. It's like you have to be a responsible person in a relationship and like own your stuff. But like, I feel like if you are supposed to be friends with someone or you're supposed to have a certain Mm -hmm. interaction with with a relationship, then it's like you. You can't do anything wrong in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. I, that's the same. I think about that a lot with decision making. And okay. so when people come in, they're like, I just feel so stuck. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And you can't make a wrong decision. Just go with whatever, 
however that in that path that takes mm. you and, mm. and you eventually like wind up yeah. back where you're supposed to be. Yeah. But maybe you needed to learn this thing over here or maybe you needed yes. this type of experience so it could help you further along. Mm -hmm. Not that people have a predetermined like this is the path that you're going to take, but I don't think that you can take. At least I don't believe that. I think that we have choice, but yeah, I think yeah. that it's it's along the same. Like there's purpose lines. in every yes, every decision. Absolutely. Yeah. Just recently, I was telling Amy, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm so glad I didn't get what I wanted like years I ago. I know you yeah. did. I was like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know what I was what thinking. What you thought about you that. needed. Yeah. You yeah. were singing Garth Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Unanswered prayers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just like you can't do anything wrong if you're supposed to get yeah. to a certain point. We're getting deep here. Conflict, are they necessary? I think we've, we're good, right? All right. So there was a great article on how to apologize. And it was from Harriet Lerner, PhD, the author of The Dance of Connection. Ooh. Yeah. So yep. I'll read these nine tips. Number one, a true apology does not include the word but. So you wouldn't, a true apology wouldn't be something like, I'm sorry, but. Because it negates everything before. <laughs> yeah. 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 Number two, a true apology keeps the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response. That's so hard. So you got to own it. Mm -hmm. Number three, a true apology does not overdo. It stays focused on an acknowledging the feelings of the hurt party without overshadowing them with your own pain or remorse. That is, that is so important. Yeah. Yes. Because then but, it's not making it about you. Yeah. Whenever someone is like, did something to you and they're sorry about what happened and they have so much shame about what they did. And then it always goes into a shame spiral when they're talking about whatever it is, however they hurt you. And it's yeah. like, yeah, what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> totally. what is happening? What yes. is happening yes. here? <laughs> Yes. Good Lord. All right. Um, let's see. Number four, a true apology doesn't get caught up in who's to blame or who started it. Number five, a true apology needs to be backed by corrective action. Oh, yes, it does. Good. Ugh, that's good. Number six, a true apology requires that you do your best to avoid a repeat performance. Number seven, a true apology should not serve to silence another person. For example, I said I'm sorry at least 10 times. So why are you still bringing up the affair? <laughs> yep. Ouch. And you can you can like forgive someone and not forgive the action. You can also think you're forgiving someone and then you're really <laughs> holding on to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like yeah, that's true. you want to so bad, but like it takes work to really forgive, I think. And ultimately, <laughs> forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is about uh, you letting go of whatever that thing is. So it's not holding you down forever. And it doesn't, I think people so often get confused that forgiveness is about making it okay. That Oh, it's okay that this person mm. did this thing. And it's not okay mm -hmm. that you get... They are not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. you, you can forgive them, and it's still not okay that that happened. And if you did rupture and repair, right, mm -hmm. then you can move forward from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In yeah. some cases. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number eight, a true apology should not be offered to make you feel better if it risks making the hurt party feel worse. Number nine, a true apology recognizes when I'm sorry is not enough. Mm. What do you think of those? They're good. I think they're real good. I think they're really good. Definitely. And I think it's just like, you got to be a bigger person. You know, I mean, if you're if you're saying sorry, and, and that's true, and authentic to what you're feeling, or your 
we're hearing some things upstairs. I think it's just people walking around. Okay. Yeah. Creaky. We are recording in a very old building. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes there are some interesting noises. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think those are really good. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we move on to the yeah. next one? It says we've got some, there's an article here about seven types of toxic people and how to spot them. Yeah. So yeah. what's the difference between like toxic and just bad or are they exactly the same? What do you two think? Well, I think it's toxic is that if every time I, well, I, I can ask you these questions. Oh, okay. Oh, let's, let's hear it. Let's do <laughs> right? that. Okay. So from this article and it says these are questions to ask yourself. And so I think, cause I think bad is a period of time, right? And toxic is like, this is just the pattern of the relationship, probably because some, someone is transmitting their suffering all over everyone. Mm. Okay, so okay, so this is from the science of yeah. We'll post this on the show yeah. notes. Okay. So are you constantly having to save this person or fix their problems? You are covering up or hiding for them. You dread seeing them. You feel drained after being with them. You get angry, sad, or depressed when you are around them. They cause you to gossip or be mean. You feel you have to impress them. You are affected by their drama or their problems. They ignore your needs and don't hear no. Oh. Oof. Right. Wow. And so I think that is the, those are the questions to really ask yourself. Because bad could be a period of time, right? Mm. And that someone's not able to show up for whatever reason. But I yeah. think when, when that consistently happens with that person, it's worth looking at. Like, uh, for me, I know that people can be toxic if I am the worst version of myself. Ooh. Like, oh, how do I do that? I'm like, I, how did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. Like, know. why am I acting like this yes. again? Uh, yes. Like, oh, here I am hanging out with that person again. And I can't, like, stop myself yeah. from, from behaving that way. Yeah. And it feels terrible. Yeah. Even in the midst of it. But you, can't, it's, like, energetically interwoven with that, with yeah. whatever it is, with the dynamic with that person. Mm -hmm. um, that's, how I, that's how I know that I'm like, oh, this feels bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. Right. So to pay attention to red flags with toxic relationships. So is it fear or is it a red flag? So red flags, if you ask your question, self the questions that we just said, if you feel like you need to protect the other person or omit details about the situation, mm. your body knows. So if you are trying to convince yourself of one thing and then your body is like freaking out or panicking or go sweating or whatever's happening where it shows signs of anxiety or you're clenching. Physiologically. Yeah, physiologically that your body will know before your mind does. Wow. Um, so wow. you have a sinking feeling that you don't want to pay attention to. That happens a lot to people sometimes something just doesn't sit right with you and you may may not be able to name whatever the thing is uh -huh. and the bottom line of all of this is to listen to your gut because it is rarely wrong mm. not when it is a fear thing so it's important to pay attention what is fear so that will be like is different than in your gut and in like right. your the middle of your body you know some like nagging internal thing yeah that tells you that this is not the right situation okay. yeah so I noticed that this one about like the draining, wait, is it draining? Or do you feel like sad? So there's someone that I won't get into too many of the details, but I noticed that I would, I stopped telling them about exciting things happening in my life. Oh. And it was like, oh man, that, like, because I found that I would tell them exciting things, like call them with like, oh my gosh, this is 
so excited. Oh my God. Wah. Yeah. And then they, it, I, I would like end the call with like, oh, womp, womp. Yeah. And it was like, all right, maybe I need to lessen my interaction with this person. And I stopped calling them when I was happy. Right. Big. That's a sign of a toxic <laughs> relationship. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I ended up taking a break and it ended up being a really good thing. And then I could kind of have a pause and have that, you know, the power of the pause there again and just kind of having a new perspective. Yeah. A new perspective yeah. and some like a fresh boundary, I guess, as yeah. far as like, you know what? This isn't serving me to show up in this happy state mm-hmm. when I know it's not going to continue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or be, uh, you know, encouraging. So do you think that like for some of these things, is it different than just run of the mill bad relationships? Yeah. So is that, I think the thing to ask is that, is this person adding to my life or is it taking away from my life mm. um, on the whole? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then something else is like, what if, okay, this would be really bad, but like we have to ask this if we're going to be, you know, having this conversation. Like, what if you're the toxic one? Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, so we talked about earlier, like, if you keep running into the situation of like these different people being like toxic or like these same patterns are showing up. It's like, okay, what if I'm the toxic person in this situation, like what I've found with toxic people, you know, and like, how do I know if I'm being the toxic person is, am I the common denominator with all of these relationships that are going south? It's like, oh man, every single person I'm talking to is a total D-bag today. It's like, oh really? (laughs) Or am I the (laughs) D-bag? Yeah, I see. That's a good filter. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, okay, everybody's horrible today. Well, maybe not. <laughs> right. Maybe it's me. Maybe I need to do a reset right. here. So, yeah. and I guess that wouldn't be so much toxic as like I'm being a bad person today. All right, so boundaries. Ooh, good one. We have a little note here about being a good friend doesn't mean being a doormat. We teach people how to treat us. Yeah. That's a good topic. What do you guys think about that one? Well, so, I wrote it down, so I really oh, think it's I true. bet you've got some <laughs> ideas. <laughs> oh Take it away, Erin. Oh, no, Anna was going good. Oh, I was going to say, I can't help but think about my wonderful sister-in-law, Ashley. She is really, really great at boundaries, and she taught us how to treat her. Like, she's someone who I'm like, this is acceptable with her. This is not acceptable. Not like I'm going around being like, I. you know, it makes it sound like I'm, I've got all these bad habits or something, but it's like certain things are okay and certain things are not. And like, I, she's someone who had really clear boundaries about what she would and would not accept. And like, I really respect that. That's awesome. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Shout oh. out to Ashley. Yay, Ashley. <laughs> Maybe uh, she can come and have a conversation. Be a visitor. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Talk to her. Talk to uh, us about her boundaries. So I, this makes me think about why I think our coffee worked so well. Yeah. Is because that we are three healthy people and that we came together. And so that creates a healthy relationship. And mm. I think a lot of that was having good boundaries around just about our friendship. And, yeah. And what we kept in the circle and all of that. All of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, we need boundaries. I think people get afraid of them and i think we talked at some point about barriers and boundaries yes. and so it's yes. not necessarily Last having episode. having yeah. walls up it's like 
boundaries are just like you can see over a fence, right? In boundaries. Most cases, we make- need we need boundaries to know where I start and where where I'm finished and you start and where you were finished and I start. Yeah. yeah. They definitely aid in the safety feeling. Right. Well, and it's funny. Yes. So we were super, super excited about the podcast and we started talking about the podcast a ton during our coffee meetings and I had to send a text to you two and be like, can we not talk about the yeah, podcast? Yeah, that was a good during? call. That was, yeah. I was like, like, oh. Yeah, yeah Anna. Good, <laughs> good boundary, Anna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I get a high five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so good> <laughs> That's right. When we set boundaries with people and pulling it back into the toxic friendships and relationships is that to be aware if people are not respectful of that of the creep and Mm. so when we set boundaries and people like if you think about a dog in a kitchen like Mm. if your dog's not allowed in the kitchen and then they're standing at the edge or they're sitting at the end of the kitchen and then you go stir your pot or whatever and then you come (laughs) back and you're like oh their paws are in here Mm -hmm. and then then you go back and do something else and then all of a sudden like they're halfway in the kitchen and so I think with people, so with dogs, right? So it's easy example, but with people, I think it's important to pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Um, how would that look like? What would that look like as like a, in a people person version? I love the dog example, but. With people, right. (laughs) That was just an easy one. With people, if you don't want to talk about certain. Well, you could uh, even talk about like our, our coffee, right? So the boundary was like, okay, let's not talk about the podcast during the the coffee right but then it's like you could we could kind of easily get things to kind of creep back in like yeah. scheduling <laughs> or you know like something kind of comes in and then all of a sudden that here we are mm. it's coffee and we're talking about the podcast yeah yes. so like that, the slippery slope it's a slope yeah well and we're so slope. excited about the podcast it was like okay let's talk about yeah. it all the time. Okay. yes yes yeah. But I think that that's like maybe a small example. But. Yeah. Right. And so like, so the next point on here is that so with toxic people is that they won't stop. So like we can call uh, attention to the fact that like, hey, hey, we're doing it again. And we're like, oh, shoot. Yes. Yeah. Redirect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then if we wouldn't stop that or like you set a boundary, like I need you to. I don't even have one off the top of my head. Well, it's like, OK, let's. Well, I mean, let's not talk about this situation right. or this whatever situation or thing and then we keep talking about it then it'd be like well right is that then in toxic zone that to- or bad yeah. well i mean it's not like within black and the white. boundaries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like someone giving you advice on some relationship you're in mm. and you're like no 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 that's not your yes yeah. you don't need to be giving me advice on that relationship and they keep doing it and then they keep doing oh. it yes. and it's like that to me is toxic yes yeah. yep and then, well, that goes back to the they're not hearing your no, and they're not too. hearing you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And if eventually, if they the boundaries of that is that you, that you may need to set up a barrier mm-hmm. and kick them to the curb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that I'm saying that lightly, but sometimes yeah. it's not super easy. But I think that sometimes. We just need to do that. All right. So we're going to leave you here with a few things. The first is practical tips. How do you get out of toxic or bad relationships? Decrease interaction and or step out of it completely. Yeah. And the notes here we have are boundaries, say no, and create space from the person. Mm -hmm. So I actually have had to work on this saying no thing because I tend to be a people pleaser as like my default. So I have like this PDF that I'll make available to everyone. And it's 
how to say no, all these different ways to like turn down things and get out of different situations. So how to say no. So I had to make a cheat sheet for myself. And I I'll, think a lot of people I'll struggle with that. that. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. It's like, here's how I can say Here's this. your anchor. Yeah. And it's like, Someday hold on, you're gonna I got to pull my You're going to be duck. like your own Dear Abby. Oh, Dear Anna. Dear Anna. Oh. Yeah, just like Dear Abby affected you <laughs> that we learned about in our first episode. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty soon people are going to be like, Dear Anna. How do I say no? How do I say no? Well, Let me check my Google Doc. Yeah. <laughs> I have a PDF for you. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Captain Resource. All right. Captain so. <laughs> I love resources. Uh, yep. Any awareness challenge we want to end with or anything else we want to say about practical tips? Yeah. So like the nugget. We have a nugget. We have a dense nugget. A dense nugget. Again. Awareness challenge. Oh, with the yeah. I statements. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think we should do I statements. Erin, do you have an example? <laughs> I statements. <laughs> I talk about these a lot here. Okay. So I feel statements in very basic communication with people and that when we were having issues. Yes. Or generally with other people, if I come at you and tell you, you did this and you did that and you're whatever, right? Mm-hmm. People, no one, if someone comes at me like that, <laughs> is ever going to listen to you. It's going to yeah. be super productive. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. You should just continue blaming the other person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's not what we're talking about. So if I had, okay, so we had the podcast, right? So Anna and I were at the coffee shop and we were- <laughs> There we go again. <laughs> planning this episode. And so I was talking about, I feel statements. And so Anna has a lot of things in her head that I would like to help with, but sometimes <laughs> she gets very one-tracked focused, right? Yes, this is, is true. Do you agree with us? Yeah. Yes, I do. And so I was like, hey, I want to do more. I want to be able to help more. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, and then we come up, so then that was at the beginning of the conversation, and then we come to this, like, okay, what's our nugget going to be for the episode? And then I said, well, we could talk about <laughs> I feel statements, and Anna was like, okay, well, tell me what those are. And so then I was like, well... Anna, I feel helpless when you do not tell me what's happening in your head. Yeah. And allow me. No, actually, it was like, I feel helpless when you do not allow me to help you. Yes. Ah, Yes. Very succinct. And I was able to hear her. Yes. And I said, okay, that's good to know. You can do these tasks. And then later on, I was like, actually, here's some more tasks you can do. And I was like, oh, that was a very effective. I I feel feel you gave me too many tasks. (laughs) She's like, great. I'll give them all to you. No, I I know. know, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. So I feel statements. So in setting boundaries. So I think that a good place to know that when you, your boundaries have been crossed or you need to set boundaries is to look to see where you have been resentful mm. or where you feel resentful and you're continually pissed about the something. Mm, so and good. so it could be dishes or it's because when someone comes home at night, they don't get up to greet you or you always have to take out the trash or whatever the thing is. It could be something easy or something that you've been stewing on for a oh, while. That's good. And so what are the things that are that one thing? Because we don't need to get into all our resentments. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So <laughs> one thing be a really and then big set one. a boundary. So if we take the dishes, for example. Okay, so Anna and Aaron, you guys just had a great example of the I statement yeah. that Aaron, you figured out how to say to Anna when you needed her to tell you how you could help. 
Yes. Right? So that's a great example of the nugget for the week. Right. It's like where in your life could you say an I statement to help someone help you? Yeah. Really? I mean, that's what it's about. Right. So you own it. And then you need to also like directly communicate to ask Mm -hmm. for what it is that someone might be able to do to help you. So let's just see how that goes. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. That's a great one. All right. I'll take it on. Yep. Take it on. See how it goes. All right. All right, everybody. We're coming to the end of the show and got our nugget for the week. So let's leave with that. We'd love to hear your feedback, thoughts, questions, comments, everything. All the things. All the things on our website, all our social media platforms. Yeah. Connect with us. Connect. And then, yeah, totally. Um, Also, (laughs) before you say peace. (laughs) What? Did you just say peace? No. No, I just totally heard that. I was like, wait, 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 don't say peace yet. Okay, so you can go to lessalonepodcast.com for the show notes and transcript. Great. Right. Thank you, Anna. Yes. Peace. All right, what everybody. Peace. I don't know. What is peace? I could have heard you. I, for, I swear. For your signing off of the show. I, oh. <laughs> I could have swear you said peace. <laughs> well, I was okay. hearing things. So there's that. All right, everybody. Bye. Have a great week. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is she saying peace already? Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.